This is a life-changing message from Abundant Life Christian Center in Newark, Delaware. More information about Abundant Life can be found at www.alcc1.org. Now, let's join Pastor Jack Miller. There's a lot of rules that have been implemented that are man-made rules. And then there are God rules. Amen. And uh, I know folks said, well, I want to go get, show you what the Bible says. Okay. No problem. So he consented to them in the matter and proved them ten days. And in the end of the ten days, their countenance appeared fairer and fatter in the flesh than all the children which did eat the portion of the king's meat. God will take care of you. Amen. Somebody say amen. amen. Now, see, these guys are walking in excellence, but they're showing us something. Now, watch this, because remember this four, this four is is an awesome four. These guys, but they didn't act like they was awesome four. They didn't show themselves. They just showed themselves in excellence. I mean, remember Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, right right after this in the third chapter, I'm going to show it to you. Them boys just went right into the fiery furnace. But they believe God so much, and that's where you got to be. When I'm walking in excellence, no matter what you do to me, I'm going to have to say to you if it be so. Why? Because I know God's going to bring me out no matter what happened. God will bring me out of this. And see, and we're going to see in the sixth chapter that Daniel went into the lion's den and he came out. And did you notice everybody who everybody who came against them? Now, watch this. Everybody that came against them went into the same pit that they were trying to put them in. Does that make sense? You got to be careful. See, that's why I said don't let folk don't get folk get off focus with other people. Amen. Allow God to continually use you to walk in excellence and watch what happened. Look at this. Turn with me to um, uh, Daniel 3. Let's look at that real quick. Daniel 3. Then we're going to pick up and go some things and show you a few things and send you home. Amen. And let's look down there to the 17th verse or the 16th verse. Shadrach, Meshach, and a bad Negro answered and said to him. It was messing with me all day. Amen. <laughs> so we stand up. I knew we was in there somewhere. I knew, I, 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 I knew we was in there. <laughs> Stop. Amen. That's the oldest joke. Amen. But I had to use it. It just kept messing with me. <laughs> Amen. Y'all know it, it was coming. Amen. Look at this real quick. <laughs> Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, you know, we are not careful to answer thee in this manner. You know, see, because they were supposed to, they were supposed to bow down. And he, and he said, no, nah, no, nah, y'all were supposed to bow down. I made a calf for y'all. I made this image for y'all. I need y'all to bow down. And, but look what he says. If you don't bow down, man, I'm going to throw you in the furnace. You know, and that's what the Bible and that's what the world is telling us today. If we don't bow down to them, we're going to throw you in. And if you don't do what they tell you to do, they, that's what they will try to do to you. Well, I'm going to tell you, there's not a furnace that they can make and make seven times higher that you won't go through and be all right. Somebody say amen. There ain't one a lot. So, see, as long as you're walking in excellence to God and doing what God called you to do, it don't worry about what no, whatever furnace they got for you. Because some people are trying to put you in their furnace that they made. And they heated that thing. Hey, man, come on, somebody. Hey, man, y'all know they heated that thing seven times high. Some folk done did it to you nine times. 
And you'll be like, whoo, that's, that's going to be hot. And then they, then they say, go on in there. But I'm telling you, when you go through, you're going to come through as pure gold. The only thing a furnace will do for me and the fire would, mm, that's good. The only thing a fire will do for me is burn off anything that is not like God. So I envelop the furnace. Come on, somebody. I ain't scared of no furnace. Don't be afraid of the furnace because when I come out, I'm going to come out all right anyway. And I won't smell like smoke. Lord, oh God. Y'all getting anything? All right. And if it be so, I love this. These are words that I got years ago. And he said, look what they said. Now, we are not careful to answer thee in this matter. But he says, if it be so, our God, whom we serve, man, that's total dependence. I'm going to show you, see, I'm going to pick it up. That's total dependence on God. That's saying no matter what's thrown at me tonight, no matter what comes down the pike at me, I'm going to be all right. They didn't deny the fact that he had a furnace. They didn't deny the fact that they would go through it. See, you're trying to avoid some things, but God said, I want to show you I'm the God of the furnace. See, y'all get all shook when he said, oh, you're going through that. No, I don't want to. I don't want to. No, no. If God's with you, he said, I'll never leave nor forsake you. So he said, I'm going to be with you through this whole this whole time that you're going through. Somebody say, man. Oh, man, God is good. But if it, look, look, if it be so, the God who we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fire of furnace and he will deliver us out of the hand of out of thy hand. Oh, look, now they talk smack right back. And it, look, 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 our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning fire of furnace and he will. That's faith. That's confidence in God. And he will what? I don't care what trap they set for you. God will deliver you out of their hand. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, then Nebuchadnezzar will full and, and uh, Nebuchadnezzar was full of fury. Somebody say he was mad. They said his whole continence changed. And he was upset with, with them boys. Look at 21st. And he commanded the most mighty men, find me all the mighty men that we can find and bind them up and, and men that were in his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And they cast them into the fire of furnace. Then these men were bound into the coast. Look at this. Their hosen, their hats, and other garments and were cast into the midst of the burning fire of furnace. Therefore, because the king's commandment was urgent, and the furnace exceeding hot, the flame of the fire slew those men that took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Glory to God. Look at that. They walking in the furnace being free. Amen. Other folk around them getting burnt. Man, God is awesome, isn't he? And these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell down bound into the midst of the burning fire of the furnace. And Nebuchadnezzar was astonished. And rose up in haste and spake unto his counselor. Did not we cast three men bound into the midst of the fire? They answered unto the king, true, O king. And he answered and said, lo, I see four men loose. Man, all by yourself, you got to ask yourself this question. Who's with you? 
you know. See, people say they're your road dog. God's the ultimate. I don't want to put him in that level, though. But God's the ultimate one that will never leave nor forsake you. He's got your back. Somebody say amen. All right. We're still talking about excellence, but I'm showing how do we get to this place? The place we get to excellence is confidence in him. Doing everything not for my kingdom, but for his. That's what excellence is really all about. All right, look at this. Then the king promoted. Look, watch this. Oh, oh, I like 29th. Let's go 29th verse. Look what he When he brought them out, he said, man, that's powerful. He said, man, they've been delivered. Look at this. So he brings them out, and therefore I make a decree. Look, because a king is the only one that can make a decree. Come on, somebody. And so when a king, watch this, follow again. So when a king makes a decree, it is established. Did y'all catch what I said? When a king makes a... Mm, man, that's good. Now, I'm going to take a dirt road and I'm come back up. When a king makes a decree, it is established. Who is the king of kings? All right. Who is the king of kings? Jesus. Say it again. Who is the king of kings? Jesus. Like y'all don't know who the king king is. All right. Now, if the king, if he's the king of kings and he has decreed things and whatever a king decrees is established, then everything that Jesus has said and God has said should be established because especially because Jesus is the king of kings. So all we do now is declare what has been fixed. Does that make sense? And so if he says, I believe this, if God, remember in the beginning, God said, let there be. He was showing you how he acts. So whatever he called forth came forth. Did y'all catch that? Whatever he called forth came forth when he said light light came are you with me when he said tree tree came all right when he called forth man man came y'all catching that because the king decreed now when things are established all you have to do is declare if God said I give you everything that pertained to life and godliness, godliness, all you declare is what you don't have. Oh, no. He said, put it in a different way. He said, all you declare is what you really, oh, man, what you believe. Because he said, you receive what you believe. So do you believe you have what you don't have? Oh, man, that was good. Take your time, roll back. Do you believe what you don't have? See, because believing what I don't have, you said, well, how can I believe what I don't have? Well, you can believe what you don't have because you believe that faith is a substance and the evidence of things not seen. I don't have to see something to believe it. Because God has already made it, so all I got to do is believe it and receive it. But many people leave things on the shelf, not believing that God, what does, all I got to do is know the will of God. 
Because why? We've learned this. The confidence I get comes from knowing what God says. This is the confidence that we have in him. If we ask, that's, that's the way prayer works. Thank you, God. Prayer only works. Prayer works because I know the will of God. You've heard it said, if you're going to, if you're going to pray, don't worry. If you're going to worry, don't pray. See, when you're worrying, you, that says you don't know the will of God. You're not sure God's going to do what he said he's going to do. And God's never failed any of us. Hunt your neighbor and say, I know that's right. No matter. See, see, I said this the other day. I'm going to tell you something that got me in trouble. I look at other people. And one of the worst things you can do is compare yourself to someone else. Because that's not the same race. You don't know what they're hearing. You don't know what they're doing. You don't know how they're doing. And, and you're comparing. That's me. I'm just like that. No, no, I'm here. And comparison will slow you down. Why? Especially when it comes to excellence. Because if you're not, your discouragement comes out of looking at someone else. Because they didn't do it, you feel that's the way it works. Just because, I know you hate me when I say this, but just because it doesn't work for you doesn't mean it doesn't work for me. Can I get a witness? Well, well, you know, my wife and I were talking about that the other night. You got to believe God regardless. You got to have, oh man, that's a good teaching. There's a, you got to have a regardless faith. Man, that's good, isn't it? A regardless faith. I'm going to serve God regardless. I'm going to believe God regardless. No matter what is going on, I'm going to walk in it regardless. There is no circumstance that can hold me down because I'm going to push forward regardless. It doesn't matter what I don't have. It matters who I have. And if I have him, it's just a matter of time until I manifest the thing that I need. (laughs) Regardless. I'm pushing forward regardless. Strongholds keep you locked in, blocked out. I'm going to love you regardless. That's when you get real tested. When you say, I'm going to love you regardless, that's when they do something stupid. And you go, man, glory to God. You know, my, my grandson learning. Somebody say he's learning. He learning. Somebody say he's learning. When they little, they just do stuff. And they do stuff and you'd be like, no, no, no. Mm. You know, and you hold him, and uh, he did something to me the other day. You know, I was messing with him, and I said, hey, man, want something? I had one of them little solo red cups. He said, yeah. And I said, hey, man, check that out. You want to taste it? He's like, I was like, this is something else, ain't it? And he's like, you want to see what you got there? And then he said, whack! Juice went to fly, you know me. Juice went to flying on me, and then it went on the carpet. I was like, <laughs> you know, you know when you walk in excellence, certain thing you go, oh, I love you, boy. That's what I had to tell him. I grabbed him. I said, boy, you know I love you. Don't do that no more. 
Glory to God. That's how God does us. Even when we grab the cup, when we're not supposed to grab it, we'll grab it the wrong way and do things to it. God still says, I love you. Amen. Because he, some of us are still growing, 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 growing. You're going to be maturing and maturing and maturing until he comes back. And he wants you to know that. Somebody say amen. amen. All right. Let, let me go real quick. All right. Write these five things down again. Oh, wait a minute. I got to show you he made a decree. Therefore, I make a decree to every people, nation, and language. will speak anything amiss to God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego shall be cut into pieces. And their houses shall be made of dunghill. <laughs> Y'all know what dunghill means. Because there is no other God that can deliver after this sword. People should be able to look at you and I and see that we serve the true and the living God. Notice what I said, the true and the living God. Because in this world, there are other gods. But there's none like ours. Somebody say amen. He is the truth. Amen. Somebody say amen. Glory to God. He ain't. Okay, no. Then King promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the province of Babylon. I want you to write down a few things before we go. Amen. And we talked about them a little bit last week. I want to make sure you have them this week. Number one, I have to stay focused until promotion of excellence takes place. I'm going to do these a little backwards the way that I did them to you last time. I have to stay focused. One of the worst things that can happen to you and I is to get off when we're trying to to get off our focus of what God has for us right when he's trying to get us somewhere. You ever notice that right when you're moving in something, that's when you start to get off? Notice this. Whenever you make that bold confession, Lord, I'm going to do it right this time. I'm going to get right. I'm right now. I'm on. Now here comes the focus. Whatever that temptation that used to be in your life, here it comes. They try to get you off. But I'm going to tell you, even if the temptation comes, there's a way of an escape. You don't have to fall. Hunt your neighbor say, I don't have to fall. I can do this thing. Come on now. Somebody say amen. All right. Secondly, secondly, now I told you I'm doing this backwards. I have to understand that persecution will come because of excellence. There are people that will not like the way I roll. You know, Q, let me tell you a little story. Man, uh, I learned something from Donna, Donna's mama. You know, when uh, her daddy was alive, he he invited us over to her house real quick. And uh, uh, we went over to the house. And when we went in the house, he said, you got to take shoes off. That's the first time. That was years, years ago. And I was like, take shoes off. Because, you know, I was like, Rick James, go in the house with your shoes on and everything. You know what I mean? Kicking, putting your feet on everybody's furniture and everything. I'm Rick James. Oh, okay, praise the Lord. <laughs> Some of y'all knew what I was talking about. All right. Bring it back. Come on back. Come on back. Look, you woke now. You was falling asleep. And then, oh, did he say Rick James? Hey, Amen. Now watch this. And so he told me, he said, no, nah, no. Nah, when, when you come in, you got to take shoes off. I said, Listen, you know, sometimes you, when folk tell you another level of excellence, you get a little attitude. Because you, know, you go, why we got to take our shoes off? I ain't take my shoes off in my house. I let you walk in my house with your shoes on. And now you, I get over here and you all house and did it. Come on, God, tell the truth. Shame the devil. And you'd be like, why you got to take? And, and you'd be sticking your stuff out. And you'd be like, why I got to take my shoes off? I mean, what's going on? I don't want to take my shoes off. I ain't playing on this. And then next thing you know, I'm like, glory to God. 
And then I was like, then I went home and then I said, folks start coming over my house. I said, you got to take shoes off. <laughs> see, you can't do it until you're exposed to it. And, they, and, they, and, she, and then they told me why, because there's a lot of stuff on your feet. And they don't want you all around their house. And so, and so I said, man, that's a new thing. So I can just go over people's house now. And I just, as soon as I go through the door, I'm like, glory to God. If I'm staying. And I, cause if I'm not, I'll just stand right there. But on that, I just go and take shoes off. So if you ever invite my house, make sure you take shoes off. <laughs> Excellent. But you know what? I went to other people's houses and I found out that everybody's doing that. Not everybody, but most everybody's doing it. And I don't feel comfortable when I don't. My daughter had wood floors, and I didn't take my shoes off. And I just walked upstairs, and she did one of them numbers. She's like, what's going on? And I was like, I was like, I thought it was wood. Oh, okay, glory to God. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, because it ain't my house. And, and I said, and she said, you, you trained us. And I said, you know, you're right. Glory to God. And so I had to get back to, she has a standard of excellence. You know what I mean? I have a standard of excellence, you know, because see, if I do this spiritually, I'm, I mean, see, this is where I want to walk. See, what's going on on the inside should be common latent. It should come out on the outside. Somebody say amen. All right. So I got to be understand that everybody's not going to like the idea that I go down this road called, per, I mean, called excellence. Amen. See, because the worship team, oh, I love y'all, right? You know I love y'all, right? You know I love y'all, right? You know I love y'all, right? How about all of us who serve? If we were more time conscious that we go, hey, you know, if I'm going to do worship, then especially worship team, I'm not talking about you. I'm just saying something. But if I can't get into worship at 10 of 10. I got to be here a little early just to get my, you know, because somebody might try to come up on me and I got to stay focused here. See, because excellence says I got to stay focused. See, I can't try to get this thing right at 10 up. Let me, let's get it right at 10 up. No, no, no. 10 up is not the time to try to get this thing right. Excellence said I should have started on that uh, oh, probably the whole week ago. Once Sunday was over, I had to start clocking my mind for next Sunday or next Wednesday. That's excellence. It costs, but it. Somebody say amen. All right. So uh, I may be persecuting that. People get mad because of that. But you're okay. Take the persecution because it, it, it's involved with promotion. When you're getting persecuted, listen to me. Boy, this is good. When you're getting persecuted, check because promotion is on its way. You just got to get through. Come on now. You got to get through. You being persecuted, hang in there, hang in there. If I can hang in there, hang on, hang on. Because promotion is on the way. The main thing with persecution, you don't want it to be because of you. You're just doing foolish things. If you're doing it for the kingdom and glory of God and you're being persecuted, promotion is on its way. Tell somebody, promotion. It's on its way. All right. Now, number three, number three, I'm going backwards. You got to be willing to pay the price of excellence. Are you willing to pay? Are you willing to make the change? Number two, you got to be, or number four, you got to be persistent with excellence. Got to be persistent with excellence. Next one, you got to practice excellence. If you're not practicing this, how are you going to become better at it? And number, next to the last, (laughs) 
I don't lost count. You got to be persuaded of excellence. I got to be persuaded that this works. This is the way that God works. I'm going to give you a few scriptures that I gave you last week, but I think you need to eat these. All right. And last but not least, I got to believe in the principle of excellence. Now, the pursuit of excellence. Okay, I got you. The pursuit of excellence refers to pursuing and doing the best that we can do with the gifts and abilities that God gives us. God's going to give us gifts and abilities to use. Let's look at these scriptures again real quick. First Corinthians 10, 31. See, because sometimes I think we we're eating, but we're not digesting. You see what I mean? And you can only grow strong from what from. Let me put it another way. You can only grow strong by what you digest. Because you can eat things all day, but you can throw them back up. Until you get this in your system, you don't change. Somebody say amen. So write this down. Write this definition down. It says this. Pursuing. So if I'm pursuing excellence, it is doing the best that we can do with the gifts and the abilities that God gives us and giving our best. This is what I want you to do and get in your heart. I want to give my best for the glory of God. I want to give my best for the glory of God. Look what 1 Corinthians 10 31 says. Where therefore you eat or drink or whatsoever ye do, do all to the glory of God. Real quick. And then watch this. Keep going. Colossians 3.17. Colossians 3.17. Colossians 3.17. And then I'm going to give you a few things and, and then send you home. Is that all right? Can I have, can I have seven minutes? Seven minutes good? All right. It seemed like we on 1215. I don't know who believed for 1215. Okay, there you go. (laughs) Uh, The rest of y'all didn't believe. No, no, no. I'm messing. Colossians 317. Look what it says. Everybody ready to read? Stop. Go back and read it again. You read it too fast. Good. Giving what? Thanks. And the Father by him. Let's add to that Colossians 3, 23 and 24. Watch this. This is the part we got to get before we get ready to get out of here. All right. And watch this. Colossians 3 and 23. Y'all there? Glory to God. And whatsoever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord. All right, man, isn't that good? So whatever, wait, wait, wait a minute now, whatever I'm doing, I ain't doing this for you. I'm not doing this. Remember, we talked about this. We're not doing this for our attaboy. See, I, now I got to digest. See, the other day you just ate. You see what I mean? You got ate. You ever heard, you told uh, kids, tell the kids that you can't go out and do something. You can't go swimming yet because your food ain't digested. Don't try to go do something when your food hasn't digested. That's why Sundays just Sunday should be resonating on Monday. You you should be still digesting what you. Yeah, yeah. You should be going through what you receive. And you have a midweek service, man. I'm telling you now you got two things to digest. You see what I mean? But you should be eating. You should be digesting. Mm, Let me let this get in me. And digesting says I muse it. I I'm going over it. I'm speaking this under my breath. What I just learned. 
I'm saying what God's word says to me. If he tells me today I should walk in excellence, I, I should get up with excellence on my mind. Whenever you hear, hear a sermon like this, you should be working that sermon tomorrow. Matter of fact, when you leave here, you should be focused on this sermon. I should go to your car and see excellence. See, how many of your car? No, no, for real. Stop, stop. I got to show you something. For real. How many, you heard me say that last week. Okay, show me your hands. Now, how many of your car is not presentable today? No, be honest. All right, good. You know what happened? You ate, but you ain't digest. So, you know, I don't know about you. I mean, you know, we talk about food around here, don't we? Last week, it was baked beans. and All right, real quick, real quick. This week, I made me a, I made me a, made me a thing of spaghetti. <laughs> I was back to doing it. And then you look to make sure nobody else is looking because you're sneaking in things. And then you grin. I was like this. I was like this. Oh, man, some things happened with this spaghetti. And so when, when I, I put it on the table and I said, my wife did this, you know, because I'm that dude. I put it on the table. I'm like. And she said, well, let me, let me test your noodles. I said. And she tested my noodles. She said. Well, I tell you, I like mine a little softer. I was like. (laughs) Never tell the chef (laughs) how to cook. I told her that. I told her that. I did. And then I backed up. And I said, but just for you, I'll redo this. And then I said, then I brought it back and I said, what? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. And when I was eating, I was like, this is so good. Who is the chef? I want to tip him. And my wife had to pray. So my wife prayed. And I loved the way she prayed. Because she said, Father God, I thank you for the food the chef made tonight. I was like, Father, thank you. She recognizes the gift. Amen. Now watch this. So my grandson got some. And I was like, come on, man. And I said, man, you're going to love this, doc. And he was like, yeah. I was like, what's wrong with you? And then, and so it was so good, you know, when it's so good to you, you, you trying to save it because you don't want nobody else getting none. Because it's good. Now, so I'm eating sex. Now I'm, I'm giving some to my grandson again. He do like this. I put some applesauce with it. Well, on his plate. And he did like this. Now watch this. And see, and that's the way we do sometimes. He did like this. He said, no, no. I said, what? He said, no. I had to spaghetti right there. I said, come on now. He said, no. And then he did. I said, here. He said. (laughs) And then he looked at me like this. He did like this, y'all. He turned his head. And then he looked at me like. Then turned his head back. I said, what's wrong with you? I said, you come on, eat this food. He was like, and then he said, yeah. 
He said, I want that. And he, what are you trying to tell me? I want that first. And see, sometimes your need of what you want, you don't know what you want. Because God's trying to feed you. But you caught up on what you think you need. And you think you won and you think you know best. Did y'all hear what I just said? You won and you think you know what's best. You don't get, uh, he don't get to call the shots. My grandson eat everything. I fix him broccoli and everything. And I tell him, what are you thinking about the broccoli? He like, string beans, everything. Your kid don't eat everything because you. Oh, man, that boy messing with y'all. Glory to God. Okay, I'm going to leave that alone. That's parenting. That's y'all. And whatsoever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not unto men. I don't do this for men. Next verse. How many of my minutes? Do I have my seven? I'm probably down to three. Knowing that of the Lord, you shall receive the reward of the inheritance for you serve the Lord Christ. I'm not serving man. I'm serving God. Write this down. Three things. One, excellence will measure my stewardship. Excellence will measure my stewardship. Who I am and how I handle things will be measured by excellence. Amen. It is not about, let me be real with you. Uh, I'm always gaining money, but what am I saving? Glory to God. It ain't about what I gain, it's about what I save. <laughs> Glory to God, that's good. Amen. Secondly, excellence will always show forth your potential. You've got to live here instead of there. Mediocre is easy. Everybody lives in mediocre, but can you go the extra mile? Can you do what is is beyond what is expected of you? Thirdly, excellence will impact your witness. Excellence will impact your witness. Impact your witness. You and I as believers have to live a life of excellence so that others will be able to look on us and not see us, but they see the glory of God. This thing ain't about us. It's about giving glory to God. Every opportunity, every chance I get, giving glory to God. When you look at my car, you should see glory of God. Somebody say amen. The little bit I have, it should be saying glory of God. I said this the other week and I'll say it again. If I got one suit, that one suit should say glory of God. Somebody say amen. My one dress should be glory of God. I woke up this morning, glory of God. I walk in excellence as much as I possibly can for his kingdom and for his glory. Everything I do is for his glory. I cannot afford to leave the rest on the table anymore. Somebody say amen. Everything I do, I lift up for him. You got to say that. Everything I do is for his kingdom and for his glory. I got to get an eye for excellence because I'm that way. When I serve God in that manner, I give him glory. Daniel gave God glory. He was thrown into the lines then. The lines, he said, oh, king, don't worry. The king was worried. They tried to set him up, but the king said, he said, oh, don't worry, oh, king. I'm still here. He 80 years old. He 80 years old in the den. Wow. Wow. He could have got tired. Yeah. 
He could have been done and said, man, Father, I haven't done enough. Do we have any 80-year-old folk? No senior saints that are 80. Well, I'm going to keep living. Did y'all receive that? Amen. If you ain't 80 and you close to 80, you got to keep going. Amen. Glory to God. So here we have, he's 80 in the, in the, in the, in the, uh, uh, den. And, but the lion's mouths are shut up. Just because you see, children, God, I got to go. Just because you're in the den or in the fire, that doesn't mean God's not, doesn't have you. Most of our time is being spent on trying not to get in the fire and not to go in the den. But God said, I got a promotion plan for you. Somebody said there was a certain show on television that says, watch what happens now or watch what happens next. You got to be at a plan of with God and knowing and understanding God that something good is about to happen next. I'm going through all this hell, man. I'm in this fire. But guess what? I'm all right. I still smell good. Somebody say amen. The proceeding is a recording by the teaching ministry of Abundant Life Christian Center in Newark, Delaware. If this has been a blessing to you and you wish to sow into our ministry, you may send a check or money order made payable to Abundant Life Christian Center or ALCC at P.O. Box 415, Bear, Delaware, 19701. Thank you for listening, and remember, Satan is defeated, darkness is dispelled, and Jesus Christ is Lord. Amen.